The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Making Money Fun with Shanna Tinjum. Like you, Shanna had all kinds of questions about money and finances from a very young age. She learned to not be frightened of financial discussions and became an expert on managing money in the process. Shanna and her guests are here to demystify money, investing, and personal finance. Discussions in this show should not be construed as specific recommendations or investment advice. Always consult with your investment professional before making important investment decisions. Securities offered through Cambridge Investment Research, Inc., a registered broker-dealer, member FINRA SIPC. Shanna Tinjum, Investment Advisor Representative, Cambridge Investment Research Advisors, Inc., a registered investment advisor. Cambridge, guests on this show, and Heritage Financial Strategies are not affiliated. Let's get started. Here's your host, Shanna Tinjum. Welcome back to the Making Money Fun Show. My name is Shanna Tinjum, your host, and I am super excited today because I am in the studio with Vanessa Shaw. And those of you that follow Vanessa probably know that it's unusual that she's actually in Phoenix. Um, welcome, Vanessa. Hi, it's great to be here. And yes, it is good fun to be in Phoenix as I well. I bet. Yes. So you travel internationally quite a bit, yes? Yes, oh, I do. Oh, wonderful. Well, that's what we're here to talk a little bit about is Vanessa's kind of take on the uh, the women and bl- breaking the glass ceiling and really how to um, just really harness your personal power. And we are super excited for two reasons. Number one, not only to have her in the studio with us today, but she is the headline speaker at a conference that I am co-sponsoring in Gilbert, Arizona at the end of September. And that conference is titled Connect, Inspire, Go. If you go to Eventbrite and type in Connect, Inspire, Go, you will see it. I have a special offer for you today as as listeners for half price tickets to that event as well. But we invited her for two reasons. Number one, not only because she's going to be the headline speaker at our conference, but because we just love your message, Vanessa. And we wanted to you to share a little bit about that with the listeners. So we do happen to be on the business channel. And that also is a lot of what I service in my practice as a financial advisor. I work with a lot of women and women entrepreneurs. And I find just they have a lot of struggles emotionally and mentally dealing with not only being an entrepreneur, but the success that comes from that. Absolutely. And so that's what I wanted to talk to you a little bit more about today, because I I often see women sort of sabotaging themselves when it comes to they're just getting ready to break through that ceiling and and it's just really a struggle sometimes for them. Um, so tell us a little bit, Vanessa, about yourself and what um, what you bring to the table in that arena. Yeah, and I think I, you know, I always think it's a good thing for me to backtrack at this sure. point as well and sort of give a bit of background as to sort of why I can help people with that this, great. right, and some of the teaching that I do. Yeah. Because my story of going into entrepreneurship is actually from being a stay-at-home mom. Oh, okay. I was not a career woman. I'm no flashy MBA and tons of <laughs> credentials or anything like that. You know, people often assume, well, you've been doing this for years and years and years, and I have now been doing it for, you know, a decade plus. Right. But I came into this purely from a passion place of mm. wanting to grow my own business 
business. I didn't know really where that desire came from, but it was mm. always there and wanting to grow a business that made a difference. Mm. And so a lot of what I teach is really about my sort of inside out story of the trials and tribulations I've had to break through and have to continue to because it's a never ending journey <laughs> right. of really changing my role as to how I saw myself and how I thought I was perceived by other people and then really stepping into being a businesswoman. Ah, okay. And that's a key piece because a lot of where the self-sabotage comes into play is that we've almost got this sort of conflicts between two versions of ourselves. Mm, yes. And on the one hand, in, I'll use my story to illustrate this. On the one hand, I had my identity. My version of me was the housewife. Okay. I was my husband's wife. I ran the house beautifully mm-hmm. Two gorgeous kids, and I'd cook the dinners and bake cakes and do all of that really, really well. Yeah. Right? Right. That's the identity that I then carried forwards once I started up in business because that's really who I thought I was. That's what I'd been conditioned to grow up with. There's a lineage of that even throughout my own family of like women stay at home, they support the men, they run the home, they do that all very well. Okay. And so all of a sudden I find myself with business opportunities on my hand, you know, Mm -hmm. tracking forward years later, you know, qualified and all the rest of it. And there's this big disconnect between who I was seeing myself as in Mm -hmm. that former identity and the new identity that I needed to break through Mm -hmm. into. That is the space of self-sabotage. Yes. That's where it all resides. It's Hmm. in those two places. Now, the truth is, is both can coexist. (laughs) Right. Right. They can. However, for many years, I was really in a massive internal battle between the two. Okay. And because I I unconsciously was seeing myself still very much as the housewife, mm. my big fear was that I was going to be found out. Oh, got so it. So here I am. I've landed this wonderful corporate deal. I work with top, you know, high-flying lawyers. That was sort of my audience when I was back in Europe and everything. Mm-hmm. And underneath the surface of everything I was doing was this fear of, oh, my gosh, if they only knew. Wow. If they only knew that they'd hired an idiot, you know? (laughs) If they'd only knew that I'm, like, good at organizing closets and baking cupcakes, but I'm really not that good at I mean, I had this whole, like, you know, war going on. Oh, my Lord, yeah. Now, unfortunately or fortunately, I think the blessing for everybody else in the work that I do is – I had to practically go bankrupt before I was able to shift that story and really, really, really see what what was happening. Because the truth is, I wasn't showing up into my business as the businesswoman. Oh, wow. I was, I was, it was almost like I was just waiting for that other, you know, shoe to drop the whole time. Well, of course, because you were course. waiting to be found out. Because I was waiting yeah. to be found out, right? <laughs> oh, and, my. And then, of course, that's what happened several years later. And I found myself in this, you know, complete mess, not really having a clue about how I was going to go about rebuilding things. Oh, wow. And that was my moment of having to say, okay, I've got to look deeper into, A, what's going on in side of me right and it's time to step it up now and actually start to take myself seriously and wow. fire the fraud police that are <laughs> you know have have taken residence inside of my head right. because actually I really don't want them on board anymore <laughs> they've overstayed their welcome at they that point right absolutely <laughs> overstayed their welcome oh my gosh I love that so that I think whether you're male or female applies now I think for women we struggle more with what 
we think society expects of us or what we're used to. Yes. And I think men probably struggle more with maybe something that happened in their childhood or early adulthood where somebody said something and now they're afraid of going back to that place. I don't, that, that's just the sense that I get from talking to them. And Does I that would seem say fair? Both. No, I would honestly say both. In fact, a lot of it is still conditioning. I mean, we, mm. you know, there's lots of examples of this. Uh, ultimately, we're sort of the product of our conditioning. I okay. call it generational programming. Yep. And it's, again, it's all of those stories, right, that everybody else handed down onto us, projected onto us, their versions of how we, that we should be in their eyes, yes. what success looks like in their eyes for us. And also there's... There's a, there's a big sense of, of sometimes in order to be yourself or oftentimes in order to be yourself, you have to actually break away from that sort of tribe that you were in mm. in order to really forge your own path. So, yes, in again, I use a personal example. Mine was about really taking a stand for, you know, it's okay to run the home and everything. And that's not okay. That's not enough for me right and to really say I want more than this and I, I'm okay if you're happy with your version of that that's right. not my business right but for me, I'm looking for more, wow. and now I need to pursue that for me. Wow. Now, the day that I got clear and was able to say that and just stand in my own power, even though I didn't know exactly what that looked like, right. that was very liberating. Right. Because it's about taking a stand for ourselves. And as you say, as a woman, I think it's shifting. That's the good news. Yes. But it, we're in the early days of that. But there were a lot of expectations at the time I was living in Switzerland, which mm. is a very traditional environment. Yes. yes. And yeah, there's a lot of expectations that you stay at home, you look after the kids, you're the nice wife when <laughs> hubby comes home. Right. And that's the role you play. Wow. And then if you're sort of doing something else work-wise, it's, there's, you know, perception that, you know, either you're neglecting a part of family life or otherwise you're perhaps just having a little plaything on the side, right? It's like... <laughs> you have a, little, a hobby. A little right? hobby, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So I had I had to really fight my own battles with that, not I only bet. from family that I'd grown up in. And as I say, that was possibly my internal absolutely. battle, not necessarily stuff that was really showing up on the oh, outside. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Right? And then even with peer groups, yes. you know, because that's the other thing as we start to stand in our own power, yes. we're, off, we're surrounded by peer groups that have become very attached mm. to the former version mm. of us. Yes. And they like that version <laughs> of us. And they don't yeah. want that version of us to grow up yes. and, and become something else. Wow. So, yeah, a lot of, lot of different dynamics going on around there. Now, you said it was empowering, liberating when you stood up and sort of standed in that power. But I bet there was part of you that was sort of terrified, right? Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Well, that's the thing, right? It's like the double-edged sword. So there's the, you know, you start to work it out and you say you're going to stand in your power and say, this is really what I want. And Mm -hmm. in fact, I was giving a talk earlier today at lunchtime. And I think that one of the most courageous things for us to actually say is to declare what we want. And that's what I was really talking about. Yeah. It's it's an act of courage right. because so few of us have been given permission or have given ourselves permission to really say that. Right. And so, yes, in that moment of saying, I want more, mm-hmm. and you, it's okay for you to think that I've got plenty or that I'm good <laughs> enough as I am or right. whatever that can look like. 
I didn't know what more really looked like. You know, I had a bit of a dream and a fuzzy vision at the back of my mind. Right. And of course, with all of that, the, the fears come up, right? Yes. Of, oh my gosh, so now I'm going to declare this right. and I'm going to fall flat on my face and I'm <laughs> going to have to listen to the I told you yes. so's or the who does she think she really is oh, or you see, you're really not cut out for this. Yes. So. Of course, all of those fears come up, which is why I say it's such an act of courage to start to declare that because fear is going to be holding your hand on the journey. For sure. You haven't invited it with you, but it's no, going to be there, no. right? So I like to think about it. Let's just hold hands and let's just go into this together. Um, otherwise, I'm going to have to drag you kicking and screaming. And I'd rather I'd rather have you a little bit compliant here, right? Because right? Right. <laughs> it could help. Oh, my both gosh. Of us. Yeah, yeah, well, a little bit of fear is healthy. Oh, totally. Right? Totally. But, but it's there's a tipping point, I think, where it just sort of overcomes you and, and you don't really um, – that, that inertia is so powerful. Very powerful. And, you know, there's a lot of people as well teaching, uh, you know, fearlessness and, you know, empowerment is all about, you know, being unstoppable and fearless. Mm -hmm. And and I think that that does a disservice to a lot Mm. of people that are trying to step up as well, because I have to say that anything that I have done that's been big has always been accompanied with a lot of holy mm, moments, really. (laughs) For sure. For sure. Yeah. Right. And a lot of fear and sort of, you know, sometimes seeing the the disaster and then just recognizing that that's where my mind's gone to and now I'm making a different choice. Wow. I like that because I think that there's a misconception out there that failure is a bad thing. Oh, absolutely. And I don't agree with that at all because at all. I, I feel like that you really, it, it's failure sometimes helps define what you really want and don't want. Totally. You know? Yeah. So sometimes, and as you say, it's like we can wait, right? We're waiting for fear to go away, for everything to be perfect before we move (laughs) forwards, which is a huge, huge mistake. And often in that moving forwards, I agree with you, it's actually trial and error sometimes. of trying some things. This doesn't work. It's not a failure. I always look at it as learning. Learning experience. However, the big screw-ups, which also will happen along the way, are... they're always our greatest teachers. Yes, we learn absolutely. so much more from that. You know, that's where we pay attention yes. because we're typically in moments of pain oh, yeah. and embarrassment and yep. everything else that goes with it. Yeah. Whereas most of us, if we're really honest, when we have the successes, we, we feel them briefly and then we move on. Yeah. We don't actually unpick them, right, to really look at, okay, what was it that I did right. to create this? Oh my gosh. that's I love that so much because I often tell clients that I work with, um, you know, with financial planning that it's only a mistake if you do it again. Yes. Like, you can't beat yourself up for what you did in the past, and th- it's okay that you made a mistake, but let's just not repeat that mistake. Yes. <laughs> let's figure out what you did wrong and not do that again. So, I mean, I, I think it's important for people to re- realize that that's, that's, that, that that's a good thing, that those experiences are what shape you. Totally. And as you say, that's when you can go in there and say, okay, that didn't work. It didn't yeah. go to plan. But, like, let's look at, you know, what happened there. How can we improve this moving forward? And as you say, like, let's not repeat the same mistake again. As far as, like, learning and growing is concerned, mm-hmm. I'm all about let's make you know, either bigger mistakes or have bigger problems to solve. <laughs> right. But not keep going over the same ones. Right. Right. That's not progress. If right. we keep doing the same stuff or we keep finding ourselves solving the same problem, yes. we're really not advancing. We're, you know, keeping stuck. Yes. And that's never a good place well, to be. Well, I love that. And, and I, I work with a lot of entrepreneurs in, you know, doing financial planning. And I often ask them, you know, especially if they've been in business a long time, you know, they'll say to me, well, I've been in business 10 years or 15 years or 20 years. And I'll say, have you been in business 20 years or have you been in business one year, 20 times? 
Mm. I mean, because I think that sometimes if it's do, if it's marginally successful, we just keep repeating that marginal success when that's really, that's good. But man, by making some of those big mistakes and by throwing your hat over the wall and really taking a leap, that's when those big gains can, can come, right? Absolutely. So I love that. I think that, that that is really important. And that's kind of the whole reason why I decided to kind of co-found the Connect Inspire Go conference out in Gilbert. My business partner, Becky Chaluka, and I were kind of talking about this time last year about conferences in general. And I was speaking at one in way north Phoenix, and she had the opportunity to speak in, at one down in Tucson. And we got frustrated by the fact that, that something like that didn't exist in Gilbert. Mm, good for so, you. <laughs> yes. So create what, it. Yeah. So what, what do business owners do when something doesn't exist? We create it. And that's sort of where we are now. And I'm super excited about that. It's September 28th at the Higley Center for the Performing Arts. And if you go to Eventbrite and type in Connect, Inspire, Go, you'll find all of the details about the timing, the breakout speakers. We've got some phenomenal uh, main stage and breakout speakers, a vendor alley, all kinds of fun stuff. And for those of you that are listening, anybody that's listening today can go and type in my special discount code to get 15, I'm sorry, 50% off. And that is making money fun. So if you type that all in, all one word in that uh, little discount code section, you'll get 50% off of your ticket for that day. And I would love, love, love to have any of you that are listening come because Vanessa will be one of our speakers. Um, Elizabeth Havlicek that owns a great baking company in Phoenix will be another speaker. And she's spoken at some of the TEDx conferences. And then we have some additional local speakers that are just phenomenal. And whether you own a small business, you're considering starting a small business, or you're an employee and you're happy with the way that's going, this conference will have something for everybody. So I'd love to see you there. And when we come back, um, Vanessa, I want to talk a little bit more about kind of that, how you break through Mm. once you've realized that maybe something's not working. Mm -hmm. So we'll do that when we come back from the break. This is Shanna Tingem with the Making Money Fun Show. America Business Network, the bottom line in business. Are you going through a life change like divorce, death of a spouse, or starting a business? Are you tired of financial professionals talking at you instead of with you? Are you worried that you may not have enough money to retire or to live the lifestyle you want in retirement? If you answered yes to any of these questions, then you need to contact Heritage Financial Strategies today. At Heritage Financial Strategies, we'll get to know your goals and dreams and design a plan together to get to achieve those dreams. Call 480-397-1184 or visit heritagefinancialad.com. My goal is to develop a relationship where you feel like you can ask me any question and know that I'll give you an honest answer. Again, that's 480-397-1184 or heritagefinancialad.com. Shanna Tinjum, Registered Representative, Securities offered through Cambridge Investment Research, Inc., a broker-dealer, member FINRA, SIPC. Shannon Tinjum, Investment Advisor Representative, Cambridge Investment Research Advisors, Inc., a registered investment advisor. Cambridge and Heritage Financial Strategies are not affiliated. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Making Money Fun with your host, Shanna Tinjum. To reach Shanna or her guest today, call into the program at 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. 
You may also send an email to Shanna at HeritageFinancialAZ.com. Now, back to Making Money Fun. Welcome back to the Making Money Fun show. I am Shanna Tingem, your host, and I have Vanessa Shaw in the studio today, and she is here chatting about business and life and the Connect Inspire Go conference that I am co-hosting with Becky Chaluka from Chaluka Law at the end of September in Gilbert, Arizona. Vanessa, before the break, we talked a little bit about sort of the fear of failure and how that can maybe stop us from making those big decisions. Is is that what you think that women fear most is failure, or are there other issues that really wrap around that? Oh, gosh, I could go into, yeah, I could, <laughs> like, I'm actually writing a book, and in fact, I sort of, I've come up with so many things, oh and I'm, I, mean, I have to do some major editing. <laughs> um, but I want to touch on fear of failure, because I think it's one that's used a lot, you know, I'm so scared of failing, mm. or then, and then quickly people go, actually, no, it's not that, I'm so scared of being successful. Ah. Uh, and, and honestly, I sort of say BS to both of those, okay. really and truly, um, because when I dig down into that and really look at what's going on around that, most people, mm-hmm. and particularly women, are actually more fearful about what people will think. Oh, wow. That's huge, isn't it? Yes. So whether you fail or whether you succeed, you're worried about being judged. Yes. Essentially. That's exactly it. Oh, my gosh. That's the piece. So maybe they have a story that that was from, you know, growing up or their early years of somebody that was successful. And that was not seen favorably Mm -hmm. in the family. Absolutely. Or with their friends. Um, Or maybe they have another, the flip side of that is somebody that struggled and either lost a business or had to file bankruptcy. And that was not seen as a a good thing. It's sort of like like you're either going to be the loser or perhaps the jerk, right? Uh, you know, or whatever that word might yes. be. I, I say that because actually a client actually expressed that to me at one point. He said, wow. that's really what my big concern is, is that I'll be considered a complete jerk. Oh my gosh. When that's I'm successful. Crazy. Right. So now you've sort of got these two very unattractive options, right? right. It's like, who who wants to be in either place? <laughs> right. But what tends to happen unconsciously is people find themselves actually bouncing between those two places. Wow. Of sort of headed towards, you know, unsuccess, you know, the, you know, the worst failing, case scenario. the worst case scenario. Yeah. And then as they start to, you know, all of a sudden they can perhaps see the warning signs. And we all have it, right? We oh, yeah. all have that line that we don't want to go beyond. Mm, and okay. whether whether it's in relationships, whether it's even a number on a weighing scale when we yes. go, oops, too many pounds. Yep. Time to stop. Or in our bank, bank accounts, yep. it's often where I see it. It's like the, the number is going scarily beneath or getting close to a number that they've judged as being the loser number, wow. for want of a better word. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden people scramble and then they get into act, activity, right? And they start to say, this is it, line in the sand, I'm changing, you know, now we're going to go back up again. Right. But what will often happen is then they get into that place of what I call the upper limit. They start to go back mm. to a place where they're about to create a breakthrough through and as they approach it they typically start to feel uncomfortable wow and it can be that they're you know they've got stories that are going on around for themselves that you know they can see doom and gloom they're not going to be able to sustain it that's often a big thing like how would I ever create this again or how could I do more or it's going to involve me working hard or whatever those stories are that start Mm -hmm. to come up around that Mm. 
But oftentimes as well, when they start to really create great success and breakthroughs and particularly financially, mm-hmm. now all of a sudden, yes, there's the judgment that kicks mm-hmm. back in. So there's a lot on an unconscious level of, well, if you're going to be more successful financially, that means you've got to be this type of bad person, like wow. insert the term right. of whatever it was. Wow. Right. And so they'll unconsciously sabotage and do sort of crazy stuff that actually prevents the breakthrough. Now, what's really interesting about this is that when we look at, you know, the the breakdowns Mm -hmm. don't necessarily just happen inside of the person. (laughs) Some people are experiencing it literally as a breakdown inside of them. Yeah, for sure. And as you say, it's the fear, the power, you know, things are happening and they stop Mm -hmm. in their tracks or they slow themselves down. Mm -hmm. But what we often see is that things seem to happen in the environment around them. So all of a sudden there are dramas and distractions. Mm. All of a sudden there are technological breakdowns. All of a sudden, the client that they thought they'd signed up doesn't come through, or Mm. the opportunity doesn't come through, or they create, you know, there's a health distraction, whatever it can look like. And all of those things are there really designed with one attention, you know, one focus uh, in mind, which is to get you to stop what you're doing. Wow. And now you stop and you focus on the distraction. Yeah. And all of a sudden, that success that you were sort of heading, headed towards is not happening. Wow. And that's what I call, you know, people, I call it like the emotional and financial roller coaster because people keep themselves in that loop of this up and this down and this up and this down and never breaking through. So it's like every time they get close to that upper limit for them, right? Because of course it's totally subjective, stuff happens. Wow. And, you know, I think that what I see so often is, especially with, women that have families and they're the ones running the household, keeping things going. Sometimes that is not even an internal thing, but it's uh, kids or husband or their family recognizing that they're about to hit that breakthrough and then they throw the, the chaos into it to put the stop to it. Totally. And I don't think they do it intentionally. I just think that they're, they're scared of what it's going to look like when the status quo isn't the status quo anymore. Totally. So as I say, it's typically, as you say, it's in the environment, right, that these things show up. Yes. And again, it's a little bit like how do we interpret that? Because you're talking Mm. about how do we create the breakthrough? I mean, honestly, a lot of awareness is the answer. I mean, like the quick answer (laughs) because it's a big conversation. Right. But really and truly, it's awareness to understand the patterns and to understand where you will buy into old stories and excuses and get yourself to stop. Now, of course, your subconscious mind knows your weak spot. <laughs> it's kind of turning the key in it's that little... It's kind of like, yeah. exactly, oh. it's like an open wound now. And now we're just going to like dig in there oh. a little bit more and make this really icky and horrible yeah. for you. So your subconscious mind knows exactly how to get you because he or she <laughs> has had years and decades of experience. <laughs> and it's like now, I, I honestly describe it, it's like now this is the battle. Like, right. who's going to win here? Yeah. Right? Because a lot of people, what they mistakenly interpret all of that to mean Mm -hmm. is that this wasn't meant to be. Oh, my gosh. I hear that all the time for female entrepreneurs. Yes, Women. They're the worst at it. Honestly, women, I'm going to call you out here on the show. I agree. (laughs) I mean, you are terrible. I mean, we need to stand for women that are going to be more empowered because they are the first to yes. say this wasn't meant to be. Yes. You know, this oh. is a sign. The timing's not right. Yeah. You know, I, no, 
<laughs> no. How about we look at this another way? And in fact, even my daughter, she shared beautiful Olivia, 15-year-old. She shared a little nugget of wisdom with me this week because we're having some challenges mm-hmm. and they've shown up. And yep. she's like, Mommy, I just saw this quote. And in, most people in these situations say, why me? But the quote says, instead of saying, why me, try me. I love it. And isn't it? And I just looked and I said, sweetheart, A, the timing of you sharing that is perfect. And it's true that when those, it's sort of like when those challenges are coming up, we've got to realize what's going on and just go, "Uh uh uh-huh, uh-huh, okay, now (laughs) I see it. And be very, very conscious because those other challenges are going to be as real and and they're going to require attention. But the point is, is not to give up on yes. that bigger goal that you're going for. Which Keep is pushing towards that. It's keeping that oh. in mind. And I think, you know, real leadership is about being able to balance multiple right demands right a lot of complexity. And it's being it's just being you're just being called in to hold bigger more bigger challenges, right? Yeah. Bigger, more complex problems at the same time and navigate your way through mm. it. So that's why you know, as a mindset, I'm always like, yeah, okay, try me. <laughs> okay, great. I, I that. see that yeah. this is. I see that this is really an opportunity for yeah. me to learn and grow right wow. now. Yeah, it's going to require some deep breathing for sure, <laughs> and yeah. just observing it, and then really the breakthrough comes when you find yourself taking action that you would have never ever taken under those circumstances. Oh my gosh, right? That's when it really... That's where it happens. Yeah, that's where the breakthrough happens. Yeah. Now, I think the other challenge, and I don't know, I can't speak for men, but I can certainly speak for myself and some of my female entrepreneur friends. The other challenge is even if you take the action that you didn't anticipate taking or didn't think you could take, stopping the negative self-talk in your head... Um, that is 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 continually telling you that was the wrong decision. That was the wrong decision. You shouldn't have done that. Mm. You know that that's a that's that's easier said than done. I think too. It is, and uh, you know, again, I think it's recognizing that. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, this is where we make the decisions, right? We have to we we make a decision. We take a leap with the best information we've got at the time, and mm-hmm. then we have to move forward. Yep. And at the end of the day, all of that second guessing mm. energy is so draining. Oh my gosh, right? And the truth is, is once we're emotion, we can actually course correct it's very very rare that we are making decisions that are so monumental in that moment right that they're going to be like everything's going to be crumbling down I mean (laughs) most times it really isn't about that it's just sort of how that feels right and so, you know, yeah, okay, big deal. All right, mm-hmm. course correct, course correct. Yes. But I think, as you alluded to earlier, what's really, you know, where we don't break through is when we just allow ourselves to get paralyzed. Yes. We freeze, we don't do anything, we go into, anal- you know, paralysis, analysis. Yes. And overthinking, and we probably in that place completely lose sight of what we want. It's like fear has taken over, and now the vision of what we wanted to create has like completely disappeared off the horizon. Wow. Well, and and then then I think when that's when that little voice appears that says, "Who do you think you are? How dare you?" And we don't even necessarily realize that's what's happening. Mm -hmm. It comes out as other voices, right? Mm -hmm. But really, what it is is that little voice from where wherever that stemmed from trying to tell us how it's supposed to be. Oh, totally. You know, and, it, and and we believe it to a certain extent until we can stop and say, okay, thank you for sharing, and I don't have to listen to you anymore. <laughs> now, I think there's, again, taking it another level because it's absolutely true. It's 
what's always amazes me is when you're really in the grip of that, mm-hmm. how that voice will actually show up through somebody else. Oh my gosh, for real, right? For real. <laughs> oh my Lord. Absolutely yeah. for real. As you say, there's one thing when it's in your head, but then there's one thing when somebody will show up in your world. Yes. Typically, they're going to be probably fairly close to you. Yes. And they're going to say some version of that thing oh that you gosh. dread. Without any doubt. And as much as I love my mom, she does that for me all the Mm -hmm. time. My mom actually runs my front office now, which is hysterical and ironic because when I graduated from college, she thought the only way that I would be financially successful would be to get a job at a big company with a paycheck and a pension and and work there for the rest of my life. Of course. That's what success was to her. And work hard until you retire and then you stop. And then you get the gold watch. And then you get to enjoy life. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Right? Oh my gosh. It drove her crazy and she never understood my drive for entrepreneurship um, for starting businesses for helping people in that way Mm. and it really wasn't until I don't think until she came into my business when I said to her mom I need your help and I you know I want to pay you which she was like, what? And, you know, I got her, I convinced her to retire, Mm. brought her into my office to run my front office. And she said to me about the second week, I never understood how hard you work. And I just shook my head and I said, what did you think I do all day? Sit back here and, you know, watch Jerry Springer on TV? Like, (laughs) she was that voice for years. Yes. Until she saw why I do what I do and how well I do it. Yeah. And, but she would always say to me, I don't understand how you always end up on, you know, falling on your feet because you make some of the dumbest decisions I've ever seen. She would say that to me. And I would just say, thank you for sharing. Mm -hmm. It's not what you would have wanted for Mm -hmm. me, but I love my life. I'm doing what I want to do. And thank you for sharing. Yes. And I'm not yes. taking that into consideration yeah, like right I now. Like, I don't care what you think. I know, really, <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I, I get that. It, it, in my life, it's it was my mom, and I could always count on her to be the one to say to me, you're crazy. Mm. And now the, the, the roles have, com- she's completely shifted being in my business. I just had a conversation with her, with her this morning about hiring a new employee, and I, I wasn't quite sure if I was there yet. And she said to me, you need to do this. And I went, Whoa. Oh, that's a change. That's huge. Yes. Like, you know, two years ago, she would have said, oh, no, you know, mm. nah, uh-uh. and coming out of her mouth, it, it shocked me. Mm. But I think it just took seeing be, being inside of it to really understand it. Mm. And I think sometimes with entrepreneurs, we let those people that are outside of our business that don't really have any idea what we do. Tell us what to do. That's terrible. And we listen. Exactly. Exactly. It's like, <laughs> listen to people that have been further ahead on the path you want right. to be on, right? Not armchair entrepreneurial <laughs> sort of amateurs. You know? Right? Yeah. I mean, that's crazy to me. And that's why, you know, I, I'm so happy that you're involved with our conference in Gilbert, because I think a lot of times that needs to be somebody external to the business, like a business coach, yeah, like yourself, um, because they don't really have that baggage of of what has done what has worked in the past what hasn't worked in the past um, what you're good at what you're not good at what's normal in this industry I get that a lot because I'm a financial advisor oh. and financial planner and good who lord cares? who cares about normal right who, I don't want to be normal who the heck wants to be normal I mean come <laughs> off it that's a really boring proposition you it's know? I mean, ridiculous and I have I heard that for years well we just don't do that in our industry I'm like well you might not but I do yeah. and I'm okay with that yeah you know it's it's very interesting when you come at it from a different perspective that 
the the you know um, challenges you can solve just by thinking a little bit outside of what has already been done. Yes, or totally. what hasn't been done yes. already. You yes. know, so I mean, where those gaps are. Yeah, I think that that's that's a big reason why the Connect Inspire Go and Conference was in Gilbert was so important to us because we just wanted to give um, women specifically the the tools to be able to break through those barriers that they might not even realize are there. And I think you've just said something really beautiful. It's actually like the mummy story, yes. right, that you're sharing. And I actually think about a story that I had with my own mum a few years ago when she finally, my business was just not a subject of conversation for yeah. many years because everyone thought it was a hobby, right? right. I, I knew I was serious, but I noticed that nobody ever asked me about it. <laughs> yeah, I have three brothers and they would always have those conversations with them. I was like, you know what, whatever, good. Yeah. And then one day my mom actually did say to me she said why is it that you do what you do and she actually asked me to speak about what I wanted to create in the business yeah and so it was one of those moments as well like with your mom we just went oh my gosh this is huge wow I want to get to that when we come back from the break I think I want to hear that story because I think that would be amazing this is Shanna Tindrum with the Making Money Fun Show business community's first choice in internet talk radio voice america business network are you going through a life change like divorce death of a spouse or starting a business are you tired of financial professionals talking at you instead of with you are you worried that you may not have enough money to retire or to live the lifestyle you want in retirement if you answered yes to any of these questions then you need to contact heritage financial strategies today At Heritage Financial Strategies, we'll get to know your goals and dreams and design a plan together to get to achieve those dreams. Call 480-397-1184 or visit heritagefinancialad.com. My goal is to develop a relationship where you feel like you can ask me any question and know that I'll give you an honest answer. Again, that's 480-397-1184 or heritagefinancialad.com. Shanna Tinjum, Registered Representative, Securities offered through Cambridge Investment Research, Inc., a broker-dealer, member FINRA, SIPC. Shannon Tinjum, Investment Advisor Representative, Cambridge Investment Research Advisors, Inc., a registered investment advisor. Cambridge and Heritage Financial Strategies are not affiliated. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Making Money Fun with your host, Shanna Tinjum. To reach Shanna or her guest today, call into the program at 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to Shanna at heritagefinancialaz.com. Now, back to Making Money Fun. Welcome back to the Making Money Fun Show. I am having a fantastic conversation with Vanessa Shaw. And Vanessa was just starting to tell us before the last break a little story about um, her and her mom and really that aha moment. Um, Vanessa, I want you to continue that story and and tell us what happened because I think that's really important for all of us female entrepreneurs that are listening that have really struggled with those voices. Yeah, and it was, was, as I say, I actually remember where we were. We were sort of in a little English beach town, um, (laughs) you know, a sunny day, and I, I was back up there in England. England. And as I say, my business really wasn't a subject of conversation. Mm-hmm. It had been ignored for many years. And, <laughs> and I, I had got to my own pa- place of peace with that. Right. And it was my mother actually asking me that the funny thing is, is she, the way that she actually asked the question. She said, darling, 
Why is it that some of these sort of seemingly successful people would need your help? <laughs> That's really the way that she asked That's the question. That's really funny. And it is funny. But it, but it was but the energy of that yeah. question was actually very innocent. For sure. She was, she, there, was, there, was, there was nothing mean in it. She was just trying to understand. Yeah, yeah. And at the time, you know, I was able to, you know, share with her a case study of somebody that was very successful that I was working with uh-huh. who was here in the Valley, actually a guy <laughs> running, you know, it was like he was running a $30 million company. Oh, my gosh. And I was saying, well, these are the kinds of challenges. And you've got to understand he actually doesn't have anybody else to really go to. Yeah. Right. And this comes back to like this conversation mm-hmm. about the conference yes. and why host these conferences yes. to bring women together yes. to inspire them and empower yes. them. Yes. Because the the sad truth is, if I may like bring this down just yes, a notch. Absolutely. The sad truth is more people will be against you yes. than there will be people for you. Yes. And it's so important for us to find that tribe, that community yes. of people that will lift us up. Yes. As you say, it's like when you're if you're working with a mentor or a business coach or just somebody that truly loves you and has your back yes. and will always like keep pushing you forwards when yes. you don't want to, those people are really rare. They are very rare. They because, are. because what I find, and I don't know if you find this or not, but in my past, and thankfully I have gotten rid of these people from my circle, but in my past when I struggled with something and I, I was ready to give up, they, they were the ones that were there saying, oh, it's okay, you did the best you could. Yes. Ooh. <laughs> and giving me permission to just I say, know. what the heck, I'm, I'm done. Exactly. You know? And that's exactly it, is that most people will, because we've got to realize that as we step up, other people feel uncomfortable. Mm. Now, they don't realize that. They may even, not even vocalize they it. They won't vocalize no. it. They may not, as I say, not be at all conscious of that, but there's a discomfort because as we step up, we're sort of showing them unconsciously what they're not doing or what you know that they're not stepping into perhaps their full potential and so they're going to be there trying to do everything to keep you at that comfort level so Mm. that they feel comfortable and as you say it's like oh well you tried your best you know (laughs) you can enjoy some free time or you can do something else and you're like no 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 no, no." like (laughs) don't let me off the hook here because my own subconscious mind is trying to do that already oh for sure I don't need your help with that and I don't need your help you know I'm like fighting this battle here and and, and as you say, it's it's having those people that really see your greatness, particularly mm. when you can't see it for yes. yourself, and that are going to say, yep, okay, this has happened. I, I hear you. I feel what's going on mm-hmm. for you right now. Like, this sucks. Yeah. A little bit of empathy. Yep. And now move on yep. right yeah it's like let's not let's not you know dwell in this yes. for too long and go into this pity party yes. it's dust like, yourself off get back out there exactly yep. it really is and those are the people i think that you know that can listen that can empathize um that don't even need to frankly offer any advice they shouldn't mm. offer advice if they really yeah have, don't have the experience yes but they're just like i'm here for you yeah Right. I'm whatever really, you need, I'm, whatever I'll, you I'll need. Yep. But I'm holding you to that vision, and that was sort of the uh, the end of the conversation with my mom. And that was the beautiful piece there is that I went into the case studies, uh-huh. and she was, you know, started to get interesting. I think what I do is fascinating. Yeah. So why shouldn't somebody, <laughs> of course, listen to me all day long talking about what I do all day long? <laughs> and and then she just turned to me, and that was the beautiful moment because she said, "Wow," she said, "How wonderful to have." That as a big goal. Wow. And I was like, she okay. gets it. She gets it. Oh, amazing. She gets it. Yeah. 
And it was, yeah, it, I wasn't looking for approval or validation or anything like that at that point. But I have to say it was it was a blessing. Yeah, I can imagine. Now, do we... Um, do we need to, as women, do we need to go out and sort of look for those people to surround ourselves with that will lift us up? Um, you know, how does, you know, you said surround yourself with a tribe, and that's yeah. such a hard thing to do in today's, you know, sort of busy, busy, technology-driven world, which, like you said, is a big part of the reason why we're hosting our conference in Gilbert. Um, we, there is a phenomenal community of female entrepreneurs in the East Valley, and we're just hoping to gather them all up in one place, honestly. Mm. Um, but but I know it's easier said than done, as busy as most of us are, to really build that strong community around us. I think it's really seeing it as a priority. Mm. You know, anything that we're doing, it's like not an afterthought. Yeah. It yeah. really is a priority. Yes. Um, because, and you, the truth is, you actually don't need many people like that. That's right. the good news. Right. I mean, you don't need a hundred of them. You right. need a couple of really, really good ones. Yes. But these are the people that you can go to and be really real with. Yes. It's you take off the mask. You can be totally real. You are not concerned about being judged. Yes. You know, because that's often the thing that's going to be first and foremost. Yes. And I think it's interesting, as you said, like, do we seek them out? And like, how does that happen? I think I've naturally just got an antenna up now for Mm -hmm. kind of women like that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Because I really do want to be surrounding myself with, yeah, great peers, people that are further ahead of me on my journey Mm -hmm. and just constantly lifting up. So I think now my antenna is attuned to that kind of a woman. Okay. And frankly, the minute I meet somebody like that, that's when I'm like, hey, yeah. I'd love to get together. Yes. I'd love to spend more time. So I'll immediately sort of dive in there yeah. and just let my intuition guide yeah. me. And, and as I say, and hold it as something that's very important. Yes. Um, I have a, an example of a friend recently. You know, we became friends very, very, very quickly. We'd sort of met on the internet, funnily enough. And then we got to meet in person wow. at a conference. Yep. Immediately hit it off. And I mean, she's becoming one of my sort of feels like one of my closest inner circle right now That's in awesome. a very short time. Yeah. And I think. That's the other thing is sometimes we get attached to, oh, it's going to take a long time. Or these these pe- these new people in my life, they haven't got the history. Right. And I think that that's, they're different. There's a sure. distinction in those relationships. And it's sort of like if we're on that same path of developing ourselves, growing, wanting to be more entrepreneurial, whatever that looks like. Mm-hmm. And if we dive in in a, in a similar place with like-minded women, I just think we accelerate that relationship yes. a lot quicker. Yeah. Because we've really got that common ground yeah. together. Well, and, and I think that it helps, you know, like you said, to find people that are like you that are looking for that next step because when you can find a few people that you're willing to take that next step with, it isn't quite as terrifying, mm. honestly. Absolutely. You know, and, and when I met my business part, partner, the, uh, Becky Chaluka, the owner of Chaluka Law, that was sort of our relationship. And, and when we decided to go into business together, it was sort of like, well, of course, that's like the natural mm. natural next step um, to our relationship. And there were so many people, other, she's an attorney, other attorneys and, and different people, even in my life that said, are you sure you want to do that? Like, are you sure? Because you're two really, really strong women mm. and maybe, you know, like oil and water doesn't always mix. Are you, are you sure you want to put the relationship in jeopardy? And so, I, you know, I think 
for 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 us, it was just recognizing where we're both strong, where we're both weak, and that if there's an issue, we need to just put it out on the table. And we don't have any problems with that. We, you know, we we're totally okay. You know, saying to each other that was really dumb. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> let's not do that again. Mm. Um, but I but I also think that it it's a unique situation where you can be that honest with a friend, whether it's a female friend or male friend. I think I think that's very unique. And that, to me, that's what true friendship is yeah. all about, right? That's the, 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 you know, the real quality of the relationship is about that level of yes. intimacy, honesty, integrity. Yep. I mean, all of those things come into play. Yep. And it's sort of like if we cannot be that honest and real, like yeah. what's the point? What's the point? Really, what's the point? Well, and, and you know, to bring it back home to what I do, I see um, with in my financial practice all the time, I, 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 I always tell my clients that whatever – their problems are are going to come out in their money. Mm. It's just the way it works. And if you have a if you don't have great communication skills in the marriage, that is going to come out in the money. Mm. It's going to come out in your in in your ability to achieve or not achieve your goals. And I can't fix that. Mm. <laughs> I can help you with the money side of things and the investment side of things and the financial planning and all that jazz. But if there's if there are money issues or other issues that are going to come out, they're going to come out, you know, sort of in that way. Mm-hmm. And I think that that also is, you know, it, it, that's another great point. One of my very best friends to this day, and, and we haven't lived in the same town for 11, 12 years now, um, was a, it uh, is a gal in uh, Memphis, Tennessee, where I lived for only three years, but we became fit friends just like that quick. And we, we travel once a year and meet and, and it's like we never you know, uh, have separated. And a couple of years ago, I said, you know, what do you think it is that keeps us connected to each other? I mean, sure, there's technology Mm -hmm. and all that, right? But, um, you know, she said, for a lot of years, you were the only friend I had that could afford to travel and do fun stuff. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. And and she was doing well financially. I was Mm -hmm. doing well. And we could, you know, just take a weekend and go to the beach. Mm -hmm. And she said, I didn't have other people in my life at that time that could afford to do that. Mm. And and so, you know, it, it just was an interesting conversation because... You know, we have we are in such different places geographically, and and with you know she's got a daughter, and 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 we don't have kids, and so we never related on that level. But there was a certain you know, and I always had her back whenever she made a decision. She had my back, mm. and it, you know, it just it's one of those things where, like you said, you don't need a lot of those people. But I know if I'm having a bad day or I I feel like I've made a bad decision, I can call her or ping her on Facebook or something like that and say, "Oh my gosh, I need help," and she will be the one to say, "Girl." Go get it, mm. you know? And I think, you know, again, you really raise an interesting thing there. You know, it's, I think women, I mean, this comes into like the whole self-care domain, yes. right? And it's sort of for us as women, how do how do we really be at our best? Yes. And I think we've been conditioned to believe that it's everybody else mm. first. Yes. And we are the afterthought, right? That's yes. really what it's about. It's like it's selfish <laughs> to take care of you. Everything's about you should serve everybody else. Yes. And I really look at that through, through a very different lens of what I call enlightened self-interest. <laughs> uh, you know, yes, it's, other people might call it selfish, but we have a fancier, yes. ter- we have a fancier term for it, of course. <laughs> for sure. And it's about look taking care of ourselves mm-hmm. first so that we can be at our best. Now, again, women are getting far better about the whole self-care and their physical well-being yep. and beauty 
beauty and those kinds of things. I think we have to extend that to see that that, those girlfriend and those strong female connections are all part of that self-care. Yes. Right? Because those are the emotional connections that we build, as you say, with people that can really lift us up, that we can be real with, we can be honest with, that have got our backs. Yes. And too oftentimes, as I say, we're squeezing that in or Mm. we're, we're getting too busy. Yes. And we need to move it up as a priority. Yes. I know for me, when I have the, my girlfriend time, I've just got bundles of energy, yeah. you know? I can make it happen at nine o'clock at night where I can barely stay awake if I'm sitting on the couch, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's like, okay, girlfriend time, you know, with with a few special girlfriends, yep. just know full well that, it, you know, it's worth making the effort because yeah. it's going to be so energizing. Yeah. And there's always something in those relationships then where we inspire each other. Yes. Always. Absolutely. I and I think that's that's such a great point because, I, it, like I said earlier, I feel like it's harder and harder in our world today to do that. But it doesn't take that much and it doesn't take that many women or friends that you surround yourself with to really just feel recharged mm. after that conversation. And too often, I think, you know, some it, 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 whether they're old relationships, old friendships or newer ones, if you don't feel better after leaving that experience, recharged after the conversation, they're probably not the right people for you to be hanging around with. Yeah, I would agree. Because that's part of the, you know, that's part of that whole, you know, we started out with like breaking through to that next level, right? right? And those upper limits and everything. And yes, a big part of that is acknowledging who are really going to be the loyal friends Mm. that are going to stay the test of time with you. And some of them graciously need to be released. Yeah, for sure. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's There's nothing nothing wrong with outgrowing people and and, and saying and and just admitting that and moving on, right? Yeah, absolutely. But that's definitely a part of it, you know. And as women, I think we get into our stories of guilt and should and all the rest of it. But yeah, not everybody is going to be there to really stick around on the journey. Yes. And I'm a firm believer in that when we've sort of made up the decision in our mind that we're going to have some more space or yeah. we're establishing some new boundaries with them that's when those new opportunities for other new relationships come into oh, our life sure you got to make the space right you have to make the space yeah always but if you sort of got toxic relationships or people that as you say are just not energizing you, right. you come away and you're just like hang on a minute i feel worse than when i, I went know. into this yeah you actually haven't got the space for those new yes. more healthy fruitful relationships to come in well and I think that works with clients too right in my perspective whenever I have a client that I don't want to pick up the phone and answer the phone that's my cue that I need to release them Mm. and as soon as I do three three more show up in their place isn't it amazing how that happens (laughs) I know the good thing is is once it's happened a few times you really trust that you recognize that they're they're sort of like oh my gosh no I can't I know right you know or they feel like they need the money or they need the client and it's like no you no 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 really life is is too short this is going to cost you a lot Lot more more. than that on the long term yes yeah well I love that and I am so sad to say that our um, time is almost up Vanessa I I could keep talking to you for hours it went too quickly (laughs) did it feels like that but I wanted to let everybody that's listening know one more time the Connect Inspire Go conference in Gilbert Arizona is September 28th if you go to Eventbrite and type in Connect Inspire Go I have a very special discount code that will give you 50% 550 off the ticket price that brings the ticket price down to 
to $49 for your tickets for that day. The discount code is making money fun, all one word. And we would absolutely love to see you at that event. It's going to be a fun, energizing, inspiring event. And Vanessa will be our headline speaker at that event. So Vanessa, it's been great to have you in the studio today. Oh, it's been so much fun. <laughs> really has been wonderful. Awesome. Well, thank you guys so much. And we'll see you back here next week. I am Shanna Tingem, the host of the Making Money Fun Show. Thanks for tuning in today. Be sure to catch the next episode of Making Money Fun with Shanna Tinjum live next Friday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Have a great weekend and an amazing week. Discussions in this show should not be construed as specific recommendations or investment advice. Always consult with your investment professional before making important investment decisions. Securities offered through Cambridge Investment Research, Inc., a registered broker-dealer, member FINRA SIPC. Shanna Tinjum, Investment Advisor Representative, Cambridge Investment Research Advisors, Inc., a registered investment advisor. Cambridge, guests on this show, and Heritage Financial Strategies are not affiliated. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. 